media. As consumers, we are bombarded by it at every turn, like the Incredible Hulk being bombarded by gamma rays. But what makes some media endure, while others are banished to the forgotten black hole of obscurity, never to be heard from again? Who or what decides this? Hetero life mate Steve and Yehel want to know, and they want to know now. This is Obscurity Now. now, now, now. You know what? I, I thought I had never heard of it, but once I saw Super Pro's outfit, I was like, oh, I have seen this. I mean, I never read it or anything, but I've definitely like seen it, him. F- Phil Grayfield's history is <laughs> largely unknown. Phil was an aspiring professional football player who received a career-ending injury on his knee while saving a small child. Unable to play sports, he decided to transition to sports reporting. Uh, one story had him covering an eccentric sports fan and scientist who created, because you know how scientists tend to be big, big football fans. Anyways, uh, so yeah, during the interview uh, with this guy, the scientist, thieves burst in, steal the scientist's football. Oh, I'm sorry. The scientist created a football uniform that's incredibly resistant to damage, uh, which I guess would be maybe something good for NFL players to have. But instead, uh, just this one guy gets to have it. Uh, but Anyways, uh, Grayfield ended up doused in chemicals, <laughs> as you do, and that mutated him and helped him survive the fire that had like happened when these thieves broke in and turned him nearly invincible. Uh, so yeah, Grayfield then put on the uniform to protect himself and save Ken and stop the criminals. And uh, he decided to keep the suit. I mean, really, what's the scientist going to do? Tell him no, he's invincible now, and uh, you know, he he won't take no for an answer. And uh, he continues to fight crimes. As super pro, I, I don't know why there's an NFL logo on his chest, though. It's not like the NFL created, the suit, <laughs> which is what I thought it was going to be like. Some scientists at the NFL created the suit and this guy to like protect the NFL's interests. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I guess they're not actually written into the story. Basically, all I could come up with is um, so the writer slash creator of Super Pro, who is. Uh, Damn, I meant to look up how to pronounce his name. This is one of those, um, you know, like the Wetworks creators. Um, yeah, it's Fabian uh, uh, Nicesa. Yeah. Nicesa, All right. Like so I guess that one's a little yeah. bit easier to pronounce than Walsh Protasio. Um, but uh, yeah, this is one of those names that I've. <laughs> or always, is it Wills? Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll never know. Actually, know. he's going to be attending the con that I will be attending in May. So I'll get a chance to ask him. Um, Oh, good, yeah. good. By the way, um, I, I don't know if you were planning on talking about Fabian a little bit, but I recognize that name. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he, like, did a lot, right, in the 90s? Yeah, which is so surprising. Why? Well, uh, we found out why he's worked on Super Pro here in just a minute. But, yes, we're definitely going to talk about Fabian because he is the co-creator of X-Force, Shatterstar, and uh, Deadpool. Um, and he, you know, he's basically, he's worked for Marvel, DC, um, and of course, Image. Uh, he wrote, uh, the first 50 issues of the original New Warriors, which is a comic that I loved, uh, in the 90s, and Nomad. Uh, just lots of good 90s stuff that for whatever reason, I mean, obviously, aside from the Rob Liefeld stuff, um, other 90s stuff that just sort of doesn't get any love uh, these days, but it's a story that, uh, or stuff that I like. But anyway, Fabian has gone on record uh, saying that he uh, admitted that the only reason he uh, wrote Super Pro was so he could get free NFL tickets. Well, uh, <laughs> hope it was worth it, Fabian. Yeah, hope it yeah, was- yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it didn't damage his career too much because, um, you know, everyone always talks about him as the co-creator of Deadpool and that other stuff, and few people ever talk about uh, Super Pro except for... Are you telling me, Steve, that you're not going to be one of many with a Super Pro number one uh, at the convention for him to sign? <laughs> Ooh, wait, no, it's not. Fabian's not going to be there. It's a Welsh who's going to be there. Oh, well, we'll have him sign it. If Fabian was going to be there, <laughs> I would get him to sign a copy of Super Pro number one. You, uh, in the ch- you can. I was just going to say in the chat, Smoke Monster mentioned that he has lots of number one comics. So apparently he was a sucker for the collector's items, he said. And I, I kind of, I don't know about you, but in the 90s, I was, I tended to buy lots of number ones as well, even if I wasn't particularly interested in mm-hmm. it. One, because I was a dumb child, 
or dumb teenager. And two, you know, back then there was like the market was still booming. So there was always the chance of number ones, uh, you know, having a lot of value later on. Of course, the bubble burst. Oh, yeah. The they're mostly worthless now. Speculation but. was uh, strong back in the 90s. And yeah, I mean, that was why I was buying number ones and. Also, because I just uh, like trying new stuff, uh, basically. Smoke, <laughs> Smoke Monster said, mark my words, this will get a series of movies eventually. I'm thinking more a 10-part limited series on the NFL network. <laughs> uh, a dark, gritty uh, reboot of Super Pro. Uh, another um, sort of little tidbit here. Uh, Robert Kirkman, creator of The Walking Dead, back when he was working for Marvel, he, w- he was doing a, a relaunch of the Marvel team-up book where he would um, bring in all these, like, you know, uh, B and C characters and he asked Marvel if he could bring back super pro, but, uh, because of the, you know, NFL licensing, uh, I guess they didn't want to go back down that road. So they told him no. And, uh, basically they, he's just now sort of like a one-off kind of reference in one of those, uh, comics. But, um, some of the other people who worked on super pro number one, uh, the penciler slash artist is, uh, Jose Delbo. And he has worked at a Marvel DC Valiant and Gold Key. He worked on Marvel's uh, Transformers uh, back in like the late 80s, early 90s. Namor, and <laughs> this sounds like a fun comic, Adventures in Reading, starring Spider-Man. Um, which, uh, you know, that's the one that's worth the big bucks. Yeah, right that's, there. That's, that's a great one. And just to briefly... Uh, we also... What's up? Yep, go ahead. Go ahead. Say, and just to briefly go over the other people who worked on the book, uh, this was inked by uh, Mike DiCarlo. Uh, colored by Bob Sharon and published by, as we mentioned before, Marvel Comics. And uh, those are the people who are responsible for um, <laughs> Super Pro. So make sure if you see them at a con, you let them know that their work is highly appreciated. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> looking at the uh, cover here, what? Uh, let, let's uh, take a look at the cover. What do you What do you think about the Super Pro number one? Well, I, I do want to say hi to uh, Stadium Art, aka Stry. He's in the chat. He says, hey, hey. Uh, thanks for hanging out. Um, thanks. I was not expecting this to start off with a reticle of someone about to be shot. <laughs> I was expecting maybe we'd start off on a football field or something, mm-hmm. or I don't know. But uh, yeah, definitely didn't think we were going to go with a gambling uh, related storyline. I would think of anything the NFL would not want uh, the story, uh, the main plot to be about one of their players being accused of gambling. Mm-hmm. But eh. <laughs> I wonder if this Mike DiCarlo, the inker, has any relation to Dan. Is, is it Dan DiCarlo, the guy that like penciled all the Archie comics? I think you're. Aren't you thinking of Dan DiDio, possibly? Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right, yeah. You're right. It didn't uh, mention any famous uh, siblings, but uh, but yeah, I, I love though. However, how they basically say Tom DeFalco is fat. Uh, <laughs> the credits. Yeah, he was the um, editor in chief at the time. Yeah. Steve, it's still, I think, on the cover. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to get um, your your thoughts on he went from sacking quarterbacks to tackling crime. I mean, does that make you... Oh, I thought you were asking about the first page inside. Oh, I'm sorry. The cover. Yeah, it's a great... There's a lot of weird lines like that. A lot of lame-o sports and football puns. Um, (laughs) But uh, but yeah, we can... um, And I don't know. I just like how in classic sort of... This is a very classic kind of 90s cover collector's item first issue like all they're going pulling out all the stops and of course the uh the biggest sort of um uh, incentive to buy it at all and that of course is guest starring spider-man because he guest starred in like every single book in the 90s because uh, especially the new ones because spidey equals money baby as we know as we know um but uh i don't know any other uh sort of uh, comments about the uh, the cover here I, I don't think it's a particularly great cover. No. Uh, with all the like the blue area, like empty air space behind Spider-Man. Mm. I don't know. It, it feels like a panel in the comic <laughs> that they like decided to make the cover or something. Eh, but I mean, it's 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 fine. I mean, I never expect a lot from these like licensed property <laughs> comics. Nor should you, unless it's GI Joe. <laughs> you shouldn't. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll give him credit for trying to like at least create, you know, a, a story here. Um, maybe they tried a little too hard. There's a lot of dialogue. Fabian wanted those tickets, uh, but uh, yeah. 
So yeah, we'll um, jump into the uh, comic here and the story. Um, as you hell already said, we open with a dude about to be assassinated. And uh, the name or the title of the story here is You Bet Your Life. And um, yeah, uh, you hell already covered um, Super Pro's origin. And uh, yeah, now he's in L.A., so uh, I'll just go ahead and start uh, reading here for a bit. Okay, so it's nighttime in Los Angeles. John Murtaugh is a financial wizard. He can consistently multiply two times two and come up with ten. How is that even possible? What does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> it means he's really good at math, you hell. Really good. Now, unfortunately, he's performing his arithmetic genius for an underworld gambling organization. And he's been caught now to save his own skin. John's going to turn state's evidence against his employers. And so now we're going to uh, turn the page in case anyone's following along. Ah, I, I think Stadium Arts uh, Stry here, say, he said, uh, good at fudging the numbers. Oh, maybe that is what they mean. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's exactly what they mean. Uh, oh, I thought this guy was like a um, <laughs> boy. <laughs> was this story maybe too smart for me to understand? Because I thought... That like they were saying he would like go to Vegas and like card count or something like that, but they're just basically saying he's like an accountant yeah, for like, he's a gambling a, he's organization a dirty or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I see. Yeah, the the gambler is the um like the football player with the bad haircut that Super Pro tries. To yeah, 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 yeah. Well, ale alleged. Right, right. Steve. Alleged. He has not had his day in court. Yeah. Please. <laughs> thank you, thank you for saying that. Uh, now it would appear that someone is very unhappy with John Murtaugh's decision. And so now we're looking at, uh, again, we're looking through the sniper scope at John Murtaugh. Someone's about to uh, take him out, and there is a valet behind him in a white shirt. Um, John Murtaugh is about to uh, tip him. And then we get a close-up of the sniper about to squeeze his trigger when, uh, out of nowhere, Super Pro shows up. And he says... I could be mistaken, but I need him alive more than you need him dead. And uh, and then we've got the sniper here. They finally show him, and he goes, Super Pro? <laughs> and he drops us a cigarette out of his mouth, and we get a full shot of Super Pro here in his uniform. How would you uh, describe uh, the uniform to our listeners here? Um, You know, definitely it's supposed to be like this weird... NFL like inspired uniform with like the the pads the shoulder pads mm -hmm. that NFL players wear mm -hmm. but I don't know like it, it's kind of like a like a crappy Captain America football like if Captain America was going to play football oh that's uh, really good that's uh yeah like for once we have shoulder pads here not designed by Rob Liefeld but yeah it's basically like a uh football uniform yeah crossed with captain america and like uh i think it's funny that they bothered to have like the uh sort of sock um you look down here at his legs they've got those yeah. stripes here where like usually sock stripes would be like <laughs> yeah i think that's what it's supposed to be like and uh smoke monster said that the sniper needs to aim for his mouth so for those that aren't watching he's got a helmet on which is kind of like a cross of a football helmet and like a motorcycle helmet mm -hmm. but the chin is exposed but as stadium arts pointed out in the chat that his chin uh, is bulletproof which we th we assume he is because they said he's nearly invincible right and uh it looks like the sniper is pretty much aiming at super pro's crotch so he must have like a super yeah. cup down there so because yeah. he doesn't seem to be worried at all uh <laughs> yeah, maybe, well you know maybe his his uh uh his i'm trying to think of a way to say so we don't get the monetized <laughs> Uh, maybe he's got an invinci an invincible uh, nether region. As well. <laughs> nether region. Remember, an an invisible an invincible end zone, if you will. <laughs> that sounds like you're talking about his ass. But uh, all right, we're gonna we're gonna move on. Uh, wherever you like to touch down. All right. So. Uh... <laughs> Well, that's a real tight end you got there, Super Pro. Mind if I touch down? <laughs> uh, I knew it would go porn eventually, but uh, all right. Yeah, of course. So of we, course. we turn the page, and um, we get one of many sort of like uh, sports puns here from Super Pro, and he goes, it's nice to be recognized by your fans, isn't it? And then he immediately stiff arms the sniper in the face. Smacked! And, uh, and he's like, how about a personal autograph? And um, and then like uh, he basically we get some exposition here from Super Pro. 
he uh, he goes, now let's talk as he's like beating the guy up. He goes, Tim Pressman's an offensive tackle for the L.A. Raiders who's accused of having gambling ties to your boss, Sanzionaire. Do you think I got that right? What a name. Yeah. What a name, Sanzionaire. I know. For, I, for, at first, I thought they were trying to say that he's rich. <laughs> and like he's like, you know, instead of saying like gazillionaire or some like made up like number or whatever, that's like his version of it. Mm-hmm. But no, no. Sanzionaire is his name but yeah but uh what I, what i love here is that uh, so the whole point of this uh book um or the the story here for super pro number one is super pro is going out of his way to protect this millionaire football player um to protect his good name um because he's being accused of uh I, he's being involved with like the mob and gambling and all that other stuff um but uh, anyway, Super Pro continues. He says, John Murtaugh is the only one who can prove Pressman's uh, innocent. And, uh, and then he says, uh, as you can tell from my getup, I have more than a passing interest in clearing Pressman's name. So he's basically saying that you can tell that I love the NFL and I want all their uh, <laughs> players to be squeaky clean in the eyes of the yeah. law. Uh, so yeah, and I don't want to forget. Like I was cracking up because uh, Smoke Monster had read in the chat. Wow, you couldn't make this stuff up. Well, I guess you could. Well, uh, <laughs> Smoke Monster, I don't know if you were there at the beginning, but uh, the uh, the writer here, uh, Fabian Nisiza, co-creator of Deadpool, he wrote slash created Super Pro just so he could get free NFL tickets. Um, yeah. So yeah. But uh, yeah, when I you know finished reading this page, I was like. Thinking because I hadn't read like his background on the Super Pro the Super Pro Wiki. <laughs> it exists. <laughs> it exists. It's a thing. Uh, I hadn't read that, so I thought like he worked for the NFL or was created by the NFL in some way. Mm. And he's like protecting the NFL's interests. Like now nah, the NFL, we can't have the public think we've got somebody with a gambling problem. And Super Pro is like a hired gun, a mercenary that. You know, yeah, this time he's killing a bad guy or taking out a bad guy, but maybe next time it'll be your grandmother. Yeah. You know, who knows? <laughs> Whatever Super Pro's got to do to keep the LA Raiders organization out of trouble, he'll do it. Yeah, Super Pro is a uh, super mark, basically, for football, or they don't call them marks in regular sports, so super fan, I, I suppose. Yeah, he's the uh, the farthest extreme of making folk being a football fan your personality <laughs> right wow yeah man well said uh okay moving on so wh- yeah anyways he's up he's about to like do something to this sniper and he hears like what i guess is supposed to be a gunshot but i've never seen it with kapow yes that's that's like a batman 1960s punch but okay <laughs> kapow is a gunshot now sure sure and then he goes no and he realizes that uh murtaugh was shot anyway by that sort of sinister-looking um, valet who was standing behind him in, like, page two. And there he is. There's the valet um, who was actually called Edison. Um, he works for the mob. He's undercover. You'll see later. He stiff-arms the sniper um, away. Like, apparently, Super Pro's only move is to stiff-arm people away. And he says, let's put you out of commission until the police can pick you up. And this is a funny looking panel of uh of the dude sort of just flying away and then he tries to jump into action here and he's I if I can just time this right and he's trying to go after the car that the Yeah, um, he's like trying to jump off like a roof to land on the the re- the real snipers, the real assassin's car. Yeah. Uh you know, something I hadn't thought of that uh Stadium Arts were in the chat, Super Pro the costume reminds him of Peacemaker a lot. And yeah, it looks like a lot like the Peacemakers outside. Oh, I could see John Cena playing Super Pro. No problem. Uh, so anyway, he jumps down. Um, and uh, like, there's a lot of... Uh, and this is one of the things I uh, that I loathe about older comics. I mean, I guess you sort of just have to like roll with it because they did it so much is that there's a lot of sort of soliloquy and self-monologuing. Like here, he's like... Of course, if he hits the brakes, I'm in trouble. I mean, that should be a thought balloon. Um, but instead, he's right. just talking to us, the reader, I guess. And uh, <laughs> he jumps on. And he's not in trouble if he hits the brakes because he's invincible. Right. He'll run right into him and catch him. Um, like he's invincible and he's wearing a suit that like invincible. Makes, it would make him nearly impervious anyways. So. Right. It's, this is like when you get 
a leftover food and you wrap it up in foil and then you also put it inside a Ziploc. <laughs> like, he's fine. He's going to be fine. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> a terrible analogy. <laughs> no, I, I think it works. Uh, and speaking of things that work, so uh, Super Pro lands on top of the car and he says to no one or us, the reader, touchdown uh because you gotta have those terrible puns because why would you not yeah and this is a this is a funny little quirk of edison here is that he loves uh, swearing in a comic that's for 13 year olds so you get like the old sort of dashes and uh money signs and stuff and he's just like what the what the blank was that and you know that way you can fill in whatever swear you want and they could still stay within the uh comics code authority um, and then again to nobody, I mean, I guess, you know, super pro, he should be, you know, focusing on catching Edison here. Um, he, and he says to no one, Whoa, how do daredevil and Spider-Man do this kind of thing every day? I mean, if anything, super pro is so overpowered, this should be cake to him. But, um, yeah, like I wouldn't have even bothered trying to time landing on the car. If I was super pro, I would have tried to land in front of the car and just let it hit me. You know, but right, right. you know he he's super pro, not super smart. Uh, <laughs> he's a dumb jock, you hell. Come on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And exactly. so uh, a very poorly drawn Edison here says, "Who the blank are you? Get the blank off of the car." And then we get, and this line is uttered twice in this comic. It goes, "What a mouth yeah. on this guy." And by the way, uh, so Smoke Monster pointed out like this: the color of this Corvette, which is like. Uh, he said that magenta vet. I, I'd say, yeah, it's like magenta, but maybe a little purplish. Mm -hmm. uh, what, what do you think about this uh, this color choice? It's an awful color that I feel like eh, maybe it got sort of lost in translation because, as we've said before, at this point, they're still dealing with uh, the three colors, um, you know, before the you know image came along and spiced things up. And I'm sure they probably wanted it to be like a, a red or something. And this is what they ended up with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I mean, and it's weird that they, I guess they didn't do it red because so much of Super Pro's costume is red. Right. Uh, maybe they were afraid he'd blend in, and then they obviously want, like, the vet to stick out from the other cars mm -hmm. on the road, but... Uh, yeah, weird, weird choice. Yeah, it looks like uh, one of the Simpsons cars is pink for some reason, and it looks like the same sort of oh, similar yeah. Cover, yeah. Uh, color, but, um, but yeah, so Super Pro, this is, uh, there's a lot of, not a lot, but there's two or three really funny lines in the whole comic. And here's one of them. Super Pro says, what a mouth on this guy. I'm going to have to wash it out with a fist. And, uh, I mean, uh, what did you think when you read that? I, <laughs> I just laughed. It's so stupid. Mm. Uh, you know, but it's, it's it, it felt like something more from like a 70s or 80s comic than one from the 90s. But, you know, whatever. I mean, maybe maybe he figured this is the kind of stuff the NFL's commissioner or whoever, like, was in charge of approving this stuff would want to see. You know, I, I assume everything in this comic book, everything in it is just geared towards the one goal of getting Fabian Super Bowl tickets uh, to impress a girl or a guy. I, I don't know what he's into. <laughs> but he's, he's, trying to, he's trying to get laid. Right, right. I mean, right. I don't even think uh, he thought it would impress. It's, it's just like, huh. I just need something to fill the page here. So that's what he went with. And you know what? I don't want to get on a tangent here, but this sounds like the dialogue that's going on in current Marvel films. But uh, anyway, moving on. <laughs> so uh, uh, Edison here, the evil valet, shoots Super Pro point blank through the windshield and uh, somehow misses. I guess Super Pro so fast that he runs, you know, he sort of dodges or moves out of the way. Maybe his chin isn't bulletproof. Yeah, maybe. And uh, so Super Pro is now behind. He, he sees him in the rearview mirror of the car. And uh, Edison is all, oh, smooth. Tough luck, dork. I'm out of here. And then he takes off in this magenta-colored uh, Corvette. And then out of nowhere, just, uh, I mean, he explains while he's there late, later, but uh, we see uh, your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man um, just hanging out, <laughs> doing nothing. And, he go, and he's all, uh, not bad. This super pro is as good as the newspapers have said. Unfortunately, I don't think he can run fast enough to catch that car. Maybe I should lend a hand? And uh, so 
I mean, Super Pro wasn't particularly impressive here, no. so I guess the newspapers just said, yeah, Super Pro's all right. Yeah, but you, <laughs> you know what's going on here, like what uh, what Spider-Man is, uh, is doing, why he's here. Uh, think of it in terms of yeah. uh, wrestling. <laughs> like when uh, Hulk Hogan was trying to get over um, Eric Bischoff's son in TNA. I mean, he's, he's giving right, Super right, Pro right. the rub. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. He's giving him the old endorsement, the old Spidey endorsement. Right, right. Unfortunately, Spider-Man was prostituted a lot uh, in the <laughs> 80s and 90s for this. Absolutely. Yeah, but I don't even think the uh, the power of Spidey here can get old Super Pro over. But anyway, we turn the page, and then we get huh, some very tiresome monologuing. Basically, it's just uh, Spider-Man explaining why he's in L.A., and it's... Uh, I don't know, the Daily Bugle sent him out there to cover the story of that Pressman guy, him and some other lady reporter. Uh, you can just assume that they totally banged behind Mary Jane's back. I mean, I'm just trying to spice up the story <laughs> a little bit. Um, you know, it's implied. It's really implied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he uses a spider tracker on uh, the Magenta Corvette and um, blah, blah, blah. And then we're back with uh, Super Pro at the very bottom of the page, standing next to... Uh, I don't know who that is. Some uh, lady who's dressed. I don't know if it's a bystander or if it's supposed to be a prostitute. Or <laughs> they were just like Gem from Gem and yeah, the Holograms. She's, with she's a back. If, like if you look at the last time or the only time we covered a, a Spider-Man comic, which was the one where he you know possibly meets Santa or something during Christmas, there was a girl who looked like Gem and the Holograms there too as well. Um, yeah, someone's get. By the way, I love how uh, Super Pro is just like he got away. I screwed up. Yeah, don't. He's just yelling. It's with an exclamation mark. He's just yelling this in the street. Neither superhero bothered to pursue um, the uh, Edison here in his like magenta yeah. Corvette. He's like, up. Oh, he's he's in a magenta Corvette. We just can't do anything. So uh, we turn the page, and what do we get here? We get now. We finally get thought bubbles. It's like make up your mind. Are we doing monologuing or thought bubbles? You're killing me. Anyway. Super Pro says that may have been my last chance to get the information I need to clear Pressman, you know, the millionaire football player. Better get out of here before the police show up. And then we uh, meet like a Super Pro's sort of um, backup. Um, he's basically his uh, cameraman who has a uh, nice like creeper van here. He basically comes <laughs> and uh, picks up um, Super Pro. And Super Pro utters something about, you know, he's looking forward to the day where he's legit, so where he can work with the police instead of being labeled a uh, vigilante. And again, he's got like this giant NFL like logo on him. Like, is the police like asking the NFL what's up with this guy? Did you is he licensed by you guys? Yeah, you know what would have made I mean, a lot more sense is if, yeah, you sort of said it earlier where it's like, what if like we the 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 billionaires who own the NFL got together to create this sort of like, uh, you know, uh, superhero who is there not only to give us like good press, but to like clean up like some of the underlining uh, dealings that go on within the NFL. Like, wouldn't that make a lot? But then I, I would, but then why would they want to admit that that stuff exists? Although they kind of allude to it here anyways. And Scott, I don't know. This is really weird. Like, I don't understand like who in the NFL said, <laughs> read this and was like, yep. That's okay with me. Here's your Super Bowl tickets, Fabian. Right, right, exactly. So, yeah, um, Spidey here takes pictures of Super Pro. He says a bunch of stuff about, uh, oh, it'll be good to send him back to the Daily Bugle. To, it'll help my story, blah, blah, blah. So we move on, and we get... But, but he does say that he misses his rowdy redhead. <laughs> right, right. He Sp Spidey's He horny. misses having sex with Mary Jane, so he's going to hook up with the uh, the lady he was sent out to L.A. with. Yeah, uh, but, but but it's okay, Steve, because he's going to be thinking about him. Right, 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 of course. So, right. so that's not that's not cheap. She'll, uh, <laughs> he'll make her wear a red wig, and that's, you know, good yeah. enough, good enough. Yeah, that's fine. So, yeah, um, basically a very uh, dejected super pro um, talks to... What is uh what is his name? Ken Ken Reed. Phil. No, his name is Ken. No. Oh, super. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Super pro. Is right, super right. Pro. And his uh his helper, <laughs> who's got a great haircut here, uh, Ken. Um, his like I don't know backup slash cameraman. They basically you know exchange some uh, talk about what just went down, and uh, you know talk about how they sort of um, uh, you know hook became friends or whatever. How the um, 
the press. Like since um, Phil was such a newbie reporter, they put a veteran cameraman in Ken with him. And so that's how they're sort of, um, you know, uh, met up. And then they talk about how there's a um, um, there's like a tape that um, that they're looking for uh, that Murtaugh, the one who was assassinated at the beginning. He had a, a tape. What a name, Murtaugh. Right. I mean, M-U-R-T-A-U-J. Like, why? What, are, what is up with the names? In yeah, this? well, I mean, you know, Fabian just wanted people with um, as ridiculous as last names as his. Uh, so he I, doesn't feel so I bad. I actually suspect that I suspect that a lot of the names in this are people that either worked like in the NFL offices or something. And he's just like throwing in their names to, you know, further uh, in, uh, grease the, the right, ingratiate himself to the NFL. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I just think of Riggs and Murtaugh from uh, from Lethal Weapon whenever I hear the name uh, Murtaugh. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, not you, apparently, but that's OK. Um, so, yeah, basically. Ken here says that there's a tape, um, and that uh, actually plays on the plot later. Uh, that Murtaugh guy was going to turn over uh, spate, um, state's evidence, but obviously he's dead now. And um, um, Super Pro's like, ooh, what's going to happen? And all Ken is like, oh, get a good night's sleep, rookie. We'll figure it out tomorrow. And, uh, yeah, uh, you can just assume that something happens uh, but it doesn't because super pro goes um back to his i don't know hotel or apartment and then i don't know i feel like this page is kind of a waste or maybe they just wanted to show that uh super pro <laughs> on red letter media they would call this a case of the not gaze that super pro has like a, <laughs> a girlfriend and of course she's dressed in a sheer nighty as we saw like in um in the 80s and 90s whenever there was like a, a woman <laughs> hanging out and in like at home alone she's always dressed in like lingerie or something and she's always ready to seduce (laughs) apparently (laughs) oh that reminds me of brain jacked for some reason um anyway so they have like yeah anyways they just have a they just chit chat blah blah she says she's gonna help out super pro somehow which she's on the east coast i don't know how she can help out super pro in any way but anyway, as we just stated, this whole page was just to show that Super Pro is all man, baby, and he likes the girls. Mm-hmm. So uh, we get a, basically a the next page is Super Pro thinking back to his origin. Uh, we <laughs> we see the uh, the super fan slash scientist here who just looks like an old like. Um, basically like the coach of a football team like the defense coach not even the head coach just like the guy who's in charge of like defense and um apparently i guess a super in super pro's uh previous appearance which it's at, this isn't the first one his actual first appearance is in the um super pro special number one he fought a uh a rookie who got into steroids like experimental steroids that turned him into this god what do you <laughs> How would you describe this thing? Like a homunculus or something? Yeah, yeah. Very, very weird-looking deformed creature. I, I do think it's weird how he uh, said that some hoods <laughs> wanted to get his goodies. Like, what? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That felt a little... <laughs> a little, a little, little bit, yeah. Well, basically, Super Pro was th- saying that um, some uh, thugs, shall we say, some ne'er-do-wells, some scallywags, broke in to steal memorabilia from this uh, scientist, which uh, that's how he got, like, the chemicals spilled on him, and then that's how he got the suits, blah, blah, blah. We Steve, uh, he also referred uh, at the top of the panel to that girl, the, the reporter, Miss Dixon, as his part-time gal, gal, pal. gal pal. Thank you for bringing that so, up. I, yeah. What does that mean, that, they, that they're, like, in an open relationship? He can still, like, bang around and it's fine? <laughs> like, what's going on? Man, I don't know, like, <laughs> Fabian... He never really like uh, struck me as one of those like you know I'm a old guy like writing new comics. But if you were to read this as your first Fabian Nisiza uh, comic, you would think he's like seventy years old or something. But yeah, like Gal Pal sounds like something that like 1960s Batman would call Robin. I mean, uh, <laughs> would call uh, the woman in his life. Yeah, this feels like you know <laughs> if you were to read like a uh, like if you go and read Ravage 2099, which was written by Stan Lee in the 90s. Like that's how it sort of comes off as this like you know very very cheesy like. But whatever, I don't know. I think um, Fabian was just trying to see how much cheese he could get away with here. 
Um, but anyway, we get like what has to be the most riveting panel of all at the bottom here. Uh, Super Pro brushes his teeth and uh, thinks about all the, the shit that he has to do. Whatever, uh, moving on. Um, now, basically, we're with the uh, the mafia folk. Um, what was his name again? Brazilianaire. <laughs> yeah, Sanzionaire. Sanzionaire. Yeah, there you go. And, um, and, I mean, this is just basically them showing that there is a tape, that that guy, uh, Edison, the one with the dirty mouth, and even his mafia um, boss says that, you know, to watch his language, like, which is just so funny in a comic that's supposed to be for 13 year olds that's what you go with for this uh this thug here is that he's got a got a dirty mouth and uh, he looks so old too i don't know he looks uh, in this panel here uh the second to the bottom one like edison looks like he could be someone's grandpa and uh yeah i agree and like you know i i think the art in this book is pretty decent for the yeah, most it's part, a, your but, typical um, sort of uh, marvel style at the time yeah, yeah, it's totally fine. But Edison's face is very inconsistent from panel. He's like the one that's like inconsistent. Mm-hmm. From panel. Oh, I. Uh, <laughs> Smoke Monster, I think it was when we were talking about that guy's name, he wrote in the chat Beverly Hillbillionaire. <laughs> I'm surprised uh, <laughs> Fabian didn't go for that. I'm, I'm really surprised. Um, so uh, basically, um, the page ends with uh, Senzionaire or Hillbillionaire, whatever you want to call him. He says, uh, please go to the library. <laughs> Find out everything you can about this so-called super pro. So yeah, he. What does what does the library have books about? Yeah, he and Lavar <laughs> Burton go to the library to research super pro. Um, God, I wish Lavar Burton was in oh, this. Oh yeah, that would be pretty funny. So uh, now it's the next morning at the Los Angeles County Courthouse. The grand jury arraignment of Tim Pressman proceeds and. And do you even see how lame a name Tim Pressman is for a football player? Because, you know, he's pressing guys left and because that's his job. That's what he does. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I'll just read some of the dialogue here because I think it's pretty funny. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> this way, Ken, we'll get a this is super pro. He says this way, Ken, we'll get a better angle on Tim as he comes out of the courtroom. And then Ken is all like. Ah, the rookie telling me about camera angles? (laughs) You've got to love this guy. And then uh, the blonde girl that Peter is shacking up with is all like, this way, Peter, we'll be able to snag Pressman if we set up closer to the door. So basically, he's saying the exact same thing that Super Pro is saying. Yeah. And uh, I guess this uh, reporter, her name is Joy. And uh, sounds to me like Super Pro should get with Joy, and maybe Peter Parkett should should get with Ken over here. <laughs> yeah, right. Make him his gal. Yeah. <laughs> and P- part time, part time, right, right, part time, part time. Uh, and Peter is all like Joy. I mean, I think he's getting angry. He's like Joy. I know how to take a good picture, and he's. I mean. I, he's clinching a fist. I mean, it's off frame, but I bet he's it's off panel, he's clinching but, but, but you a, know. Yeah, he's clinching a fist. Yeah. And so now we get that classic sort of um, shot of Spider-Man where it's like half his mask uh, in case he forgot that he's Spider-Man. And he's thinking to himself, he's like, hey, that Phil, Phil Grayfield, I've seen him on ESPN. And then Phil, who's also in that panel, is uh, thinking to himself, wonder why this guy's looking at me. Hmm... And then we get a reverse of that same panel, and now we get half of Super Pro's helmet on Phil, and he's thinking to himself, probably just recognizes me from my playing days. And then Peter is thinking to himself, must be tough to be the idol of millions. Like this is the weirdest exchange ever. Like what? Yeah, they. I, I mean, honestly, they look. They look at each other like they like are flirting with their eyes. <laughs> And the thought bubbles aren't helping. No. Fabian is like, hmm, let me see how gay I can make this comic without anyone noticing. Uh, not that there's anything wrong with that. Anyway, so uh, out comes Mr. Uh, Pressman, and he looks like your typical sort of jock football player. And all the reporters are talking, and they go, Mr. Pressman, can you comment on, is it true that, did you accept money from, do you know anything about, and Pressman is all, I have prepared a statement to make. <laughs> And uh, it's Bubba from the Dudley oh, Boys. I, I was thinking more like Moose from Archie. And then we get a oh, okay. so we turn the page and we get a shot of Pressman's haircut. Could you could you describe this? It's like a 
a mullet? What in the Mad Max <laughs> is going on with this man's scalp? Or Exosquad. Like, Exosquad. Oh, yeah, Exosquad. Yeah, okay. Exosquad's a better, uh, better, better description, actually. Yeah, he's got, like, a mullet, but, like, the middle of it, there's, like, a two-inch portion or maybe, like, an inch-and-a-half portion of it that's just, like, shaved, like, a line all the way around. Yeah, it... And then he's got, like, a little tiny ponytail he's put his mullet in he's going to court steve i mean he's got to look professional <laughs> i mean i would all right we definitely got a party in the back but up top it's like military it's like military up top party in the back i, I mean that's the only way i could describe it yeah it, it's it's actually i know the way to describe it the back slash bottom part of his hair is like a skull <laughs> there you go and then the top is like a uh yeah like a military buzz cut right, right. it's very weird um in the chat here uh i, I don't know if uh, this might have been stry and smoke talking about each other but uh about the super bowl being in new york or spider-man anyways all right so pressman here he tells uh the press that um he's never done anything bad um even though he has a rather actually actually i i actually love this line oh, read it actually he read says, the whole sorry. thing go for it he says though i have a reputation this is the the accused football the player, jock, accused of yes. gambling Though I have a reputation as a rather eccentric and wild individual. This is his prepared statement, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) I have a reputation as a wild individual. I have never willingly or unwillingly participated in any actions that would be detrimental to the game of football I love so much. <laughs> like, what a weird prepare. What lawyer prepared? No, this? you know what that is. I mean, that's just Fabian sucking up to the NFL. There, it's like uh, it's just so weird. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, I'm a wild man. <laughs> well, hey, at least uh, <laughs> brutal murder isn't his uh, life. You know. Oh, my God. <laughs> stay, yeah, that's a little preview for next week's yeah, episode. Yeah, stay tuned. So we get your collab. It's weird. It turns into a Spider-Man comic here for a few pages. We're we're basically with Peter here for a, a bit. He gets his uh, spider sense of tingling. Uh, something behind us. What could it be? I'd better check this out. After last night's events, no one involved in this mess is safe from trouble. Change in change in this alley he was actually thinking that to himself god that's awful uh yeah so now we get our uh, fully costumed spider-man he's uh flying in this is uh the the tingling is kicking up quite a ruckus as i swing closer to the rooftops and while fabian really is uh, stretching his creative muscles here we get another sniper um and he goes, uh, that looks like the same guy that got away from Super Pro last night. Uh, and you, Spider-Man, because you were there and you did nothing yeah. about it. You just let him. You let a killer yeah. go. <laughs> so much for uh, with great power comes great responsibility. So uh, <laughs> it's Edison. And now he's morphed into uh, a wolf man or something. <laughs> um and uh yeah so um spider-man we get by the way how weird is this line from spider-man to the uh, sniper you're only supposed to be shooting people on the oh wait you have this all wrong this is la you're only supposed to be shooting people on the freeways what i think that's a um sort of a reference to that i guess there was a lot of road rage back incidents back in the day that were like uh, i I know it's just such a weird like off because it's played as a joke right i mean people died spider-man joking about people getting murdered (laughs) on the freeway in la yeah what a hero tell me about it everyone (laughs) then when edison says what the you know blank Spider-Man has a goal to say, what a mouth you have. What a mouth on Spider-Man. Right. Just making fun of people being murdered. But Spider-Man follows that up with, I think I'm going to have to wash it out with web. (laughs) So a callback to Super Pro saying, you know, what a mouth on this guy. I'm going to have to like wash it out with a fist or among. So, yeah, I mean, I when I read both of these lines for the first time, I died with like laughter and embarrassment for everyone involved. Uh, yeah, Smoke Monster wrote, uh, this town has sniper problems. I mean, <laughs> it really, it really does. I live out here, and I've never seen any snipers, but hey, they must have been really good at uh, at hiding. And by out here, I mean in L.A. Uh, and Stadium to the chat road just shoots his spider load right in his mouth. Oh. Yuck, what is this comic writer implying? I know, right? Yeah. So um, Edison goes, uh, hey, you ain't gonna get me. And then, of course, Spider-Man misses because, man, he's just really bad at being Spider-Man in this comic. I guess it's just he's jet lagged, you know, he's uh, not used to being out on the West Coast. But uh, anyway, 
Spidey yells, don't jump, you'll never make the next rooftop. And then we turn the page and we get a pretty awesome panel of Edison falling to his death, basically. <laughs> Screaming the whole way down. Argh! And it, he it lands on a thwump. And um, uh, Spider-Man thinks to himself, he was going to kill Pressman, you know, the most important guy in the entire Marvel Universe, because he is an official NFL football player. And uh, things have definitely gotten out of hand. Time to follow my Spidey tracker, blah, 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 blah. So Super Pro is looking on and he's all, that guy who fell, that was the man who killed Murtaugh last night. Now more than ever, Pressman is going to be linked to Sanzione. So basically, Super Pro is uh, really upset that Murtaugh died because it's going to make Pressman look even worse to the to the press or to to whomever like what is a uh, super, super pro's job here is basically a pr guy for the nfl more or less but he doesn't even work for the NFL. it's so weird it like i don't know and, and how would this even make pressman look worse <laughs> i know uh and um actually the one who said now more than ever senzion air is going to oh wait th- all right so now more than ever senzion air is going to try to have pressman killed ken says that and then we get a very typical sort of super pro pan or superhero panel at the end. He he goes, not if super pro can help it, which just sounds really stupid saying it out loud. Um, so yeah. now we're back at Senzionaire's uh, palatial estate. Uh, we're we're back in a Spider-Man comic. He's uh, looking around. Says it seems the hired help are going someplace, and uh, he's followed his. Uh, Spidey tracker all the way um, to uh, inside the mansion. He's all uh, no sign of any activity. At least we're finally getting thought balloons. Uh, what did you expect, Parker, old boy? Sanzione is too smart to leave any evidence behind. Like, I thought Spider-Man always thought of, like, criminals as stupid, but whatever. So, um... Uh, but I do got to point out something funny please? that Smoke Monster wrote in the chat. He's totally right. He wrote, uh, the, the bigger the story gets, the more soups they're going to need to cover it up. It's true. It's true. <laughs> uh, but uh, now, uh, it's okay, so I guess um, Peter is still thinking to himself, but it doesn't take a betting man to gamble on where those thugs were going. And now we're outside the Malibu home of Tim Pressman, and I guess either Air has hired these like uh, ninjas with night vision goggles or he got out some uh, decent equipment for his thugs because now they all look like, I don't know, snake eyes or alley vipers from his. his these are his hoods, <laughs> sir. <laughs> oh, boy. I mean, you're allowed to say it, not me. Um, so anyway, uh, I mean, I, I think that's what Fabian yeah. said. I, I think. It's... Well, yeah, I guess so. So these, um, basically these like, uh, you know, ninja looking guys are, they've got out their hardware, their cool guns, and it looks like a bazooka. Um, and out of nowhere comes super pro and he's all sorry, boys, this time the odds favor the house, which like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's like, we went from like football puns to like gambling puns. It's like pick something and go with it. Super pro. Come on. Well, and the thing is, it's not like the bad guy uh, has had that got assassinated early on was making a bunch of gambling puns. It's not like somebody else was making gambling right. puns. So, yeah, it's I mean, I, I, I guess that's what it's supposed to be in reference to, but it doesn't make any sense as to why he would. But whatever, man, it's super pro. He's hopped up on his steroids. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Thank you. Someone had to say it. Um, you don't you don't want to point it out to him. It'll just make him matter. <laughs> you'll get, he you'll get the roid rage and then everyone gets hurt. Uh so um super pro jumps over leaps over this wall or or something and as he's doing it he says you know i'm getting a little annoyed at this lack of recognition boys so super pro is such an ego maniac that he's mad Mm -hmm. that these like uh you know ninjas don't know who he is um so we turn the page and we get a pretty cheesy panel of him Eh, but well drawn i will say of him socking one of the ninjas in the face, and he says, the name is Super Pro. Um, and then basically... I don't know. Is this well-drawn? Like, what angle is Super Pro coming in at here? Like, his back is arched. Like, he's got, like, scoliosis. What is Right. That? All right. I guess they were trying to make it as dynamic as possible. And then, yeah, it, now that you mention it, 
it sort of just makes him look like a stretch Armstrong or something. Yeah, and he's like coming across. He's punching him from right-ish to left mm. of the criminal's left, but the criminal's falling to the right? Like, why can't Super Pro have, like, his feet planted on the ground and then do, like, that that cross? It would make a lot more sense. You know, I guess after reviewing Youngblood, we should just be happy we've got somebody that can draw. Yeah, and hands. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, moving on. I mean, basically, oh, yeah, here, here's another cheesy Super Pro line. He goes, do you want me to spell it out? Nah, didn't think so. Oof, you're a big one, aren't you? And so I guess he's trying to do like a back body drop or suplex or something. Yeah, and, like a belly-to-belly su- overhead suplex. Yes, and he ends up throwing the uh, the ninja through some glass. And, uh, and then he's all, now let's make sure you're out for the boom. Missile launchers, says Super Pro. You boys aren't kidding around, are you? And uh, then we uh, turn. I mean, obviously, though, I mean, we have to, before we turn the page, we have to acknowledge that Super Pro is very impressed with the size of this one thug ninja. I mean, a little too impressed, <laughs> if you get my drift. Yeah, yeah. So we turn the yeah. page, and um, basically, the uh, what are they even fired at? It doesn't even show. It's, a, it's like a rocket. Yeah, launcher. I know. But like, uh... were they firing it at Super Pro, or what were they shooting at? I guess they missed. Oh, all right. They're, they're in like the background here. Them or something, maybe? They're in the back. Oh, no, no, no. They're shooting it at the house because they're trying to kill Preston. Right, right. So they shoot it at the house to uh, very... By the way, Steve, mm. if you were trying to assassinate somebody yes. and you dress all in black and you got your night vision goggles, you know, because you're trying to be stealthily, right. why would you then blow a hole in the side <laughs> of his house with a rocket launcher? I feel like it doesn't matter how well camouflaged your outfit for the evening is, you're still... They're going to know someone's there. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't make any sense uh, why, yeah, you would, uh, a nin- it's like a ninja using a chainsaw. It's like, <laughs> just, they're going to hear you coming, buddy. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yes, Super Pro, he tackles, see what I did there? Because he's a football player. He tackles people. Yes. He tackles the ninja with the bazooka and says, that's far enough, punk. Um and they turn out the lights, and now we see through the ninja's night vision goggles. Um, and uh, he goes, dance with this dork. I'm going upstairs. And they're, I guess they're heading up. Okay, so here's another big-time logic flaw. All right, a bazooka has gone off. And, uh, well, I guess it all sort of takes place in this very short time span. Um, and now, finally, Tim Pressman has gone downstairs with his gun to confront whoever just fired a bazooka at his house. But there's like, there's no flames or wreckage or anything, you hell. Help me out here. (laughs) I mean, uh, yeah, there was some smoke in the very first panel on Mm -hmm. this page. Yeah, I see Um, it. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, By the way, if you're the NFL, do you want to have one of your linebackers immediately come down with a gun threatening to shoot people? They want to show that they're... Yeah, I mean, at least he's like warning the person that he has a gun. Um, but uh, right, but wouldn't it have been more badass if he came in like tried to punch one of the guys? You know, does it hand to hand, and then the other guy's about to shoot, and then another guy's about to shoot him. Like it's just so going weird. with our theme here. If he like grabbed his football helmet and hit the guys with the football helmet, I mean, <laughs> so it was like a football at at his face as yeah, head, uh, his skull shatters. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so he comes down, pressman. He's like, there, whoever you are, I have a gun." And then um, Super Pro says, "Pressman." He's in the background. The one of the ninjas um, aims a laser sight right at uh, Pressman, and he goes, <laughs> Then Super Pro leaps into action, and he goes, Get down! Just as uh, one of the ninjas fires the gun, we turn the page, and we get a thwoomp. You'll see. So what just happened here? So Super Pro, why is that guy flying backwards, you hell? Uh, I because apparently in the next panel it says Super Pro says explosive shells are good for oh, scary yeah, that's people. Right. So I guess he did that. But as Smoke Monster just wrote in the chat, he he wrote now that you mention it, why isn't his weapon Super Pro's weapon a Super Football? Right. 
Yeah, why doesn't he have like little football oh, explosive you fools, shells or whatever? Smoke like... monster, you hell. That would be totally lame. Not like super pro as he is. I mean, that would just make him so lame. <laughs> but the thing is, like, apparently the it's not even super pro that used these shells because then he says, but they're not the smartest things to use in close right. quarters combat. Yeah, so... I mean the idea is that uh the dude fired and somehow the the explosive bullet made him fly back the the guy who fired it made him oh okay okay i see so the bullet was an explosive shell i mean which it would have to be like huge but whatever so he was going to make pressman explode (laughs) right and somehow i guess it it uh it hit off super pro but there was no residual damage for pressman because i guess super pro took the whole brunt and whatever whatever let's let's get through this (laughs) Uh, so yeah, nice of Super Pro to explain what just happened there, because um, we would be completely lost. Super Pro then proceeds to beat up the ninja. He kicks him, it almost looks like, in the groin. Look at that kick! Wow, that's like right out of Street Fighter. Um, he says, uh, the fists and feet work just fine to take out your type of scum. Uh, and then the ninja gives up. He says, okay, okay, I give. And here's the last of what I think is just an amazing, just so bad it's good line. So, all right, the uh, the ninja goes, okay, okay, I give up. And Super Pro says, no, you received a pounding, that is. Uh, just so awful. Absol- uh, absolutely awful. Chef's kiss. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Super Pro then punches the ninja so hard it knocks him through another glass window. There's a lot of people going through glass windows in this comic, uh, which, I mean, I guess, you know, Pressman has so much money. He has no problem repairing all this damage. And um, basically, we get another bad pun here from Super Pro. He says, that's so your boss, Senzionaire, knows he's lost the home-filled advantage oh so awful and then the worst spider-man in the history of spider-man shows up at the last minute to take pictures of the aftermath and basically he's just there thinking good super pro took care of things just as i got here because he was too busy boning that reporter joy but uh i mean hey i think uh peter parker probably dodged the bullet of not being involved with super pro as much as he possibly could be, uh, in this comic. And, um, yeah, so that's basically the end of Spider-Man's involvement. And basically we get uh, super pro talking to Pressman and he's like, uh, but these things should, um, basically he's saying everything that he's done should be enough, um, to get Pressman off and a pressman says, thanks, Super Pro, but my name's been smeared. I'm going to be guilty by association as far as the public's concerned. Hey. What's up? Oh, sorry, I wasn't talking. And now, time is something I have, not something I'm doing, thanks to you. Uh, so, it's weird. Like, So, he's saying that like he's still going to be associated with bad things, but what Super Pro did was enough to at least keep him out of jail. And then that's the end of the comic book. The, any, yeah, very yeah. weird. Maybe, maybe they follow up on this later on. And maybe it turns out that this guy really was involved. Uh, Pressman, I, I With a haircut that. like that, I mean, you pretty much have to be. Um, I, you're definitely gambling with your social life <laughs> uh, with that kind of haircut. Right. But I like how they say in the next issue, he's going to be going up against uh, Quick Kick. It's like the gi joe um and he's a deadly assassin with a competitive edge and thank another assassin this so this will be the third assassin in two issues (laughs) super Super pro Pro does nothing but stiff arms snipers as they're trying to smoke monster from the chat was correct Mm -hmm. uh this city does have a sniper problem yeah yeah for sure so uh are you ready to render your verdict on um what is this super pro yeah. Right, here we go. All right. Uh, Super Yehel. Do you think that, uh, we'll just say Super Pro entirely? Because, like, I doubt the quality gets any better after this first issue. <laughs> Do you yeah. think Super Pro yeah. should be remembered for all of comics history or tossed into the quarter bin? 
of uh, obscurity never to be heard from again. You know, I mean, it was entertaining at times for the wrong right. reasons. So I'll give it that. But uh, it, it's, you know, it's one of those things where it's not bad enough to be like so bad it's good uh, and often enough. So I'd have to say toss it. And, you know, the, the, the cover is very misleading because like he and Spider-Man don't really team up. No. Uh, you know, so eh, I'm going to say toss it. What, what do you Yeah, Spider-Man's just there to get the views. Um, yeah, I feel like it almost reaches so bad it's good territory. It, it gets close. It the gets problem close. is that there was uh, <laughs> too much to read. Like, if they would have stuck with, like, maybe more action. It was too dense. Like, if they would have uh, needed more editing, I think. Uh, and then it could have uh, maybe reached that, uh, you know, so bad it's good, young blood number one territory. Uh, but yeah, yeah. so um, it's going to be uh, obliterated. So goodbye, Super Pro. The heathens have spoken. You are obliterated. Whew. All right. Uh, so uh, in the chat, Stadium Arts did agree that we should obliterate this. Uh, Smoke Monster said this was before touchdown dances, wasn't it? Uh, what if they had Super Pro doing a touchdown dance after he took out a crowd? I would have saved the book for that. Like, <laughs> I think I would have saved it too. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Like if they would have, if he would have gone full force into like, you know, bad football puns and uh, yeah. Yeah. Like super obnoxious. Yeah, and like an exploding football. Like if he had like a utility belt with multiple footballs that he could throw and each one did something different. Yeah. Like one, uh, if it hits you, it freezes you. Another one, like, you know, knocks you out. Like, you know, just stupid shit like that. Like Yeah, like if he needed to get to the top of a building, he could have like a like a little tee, like a football tee that he like <laughs> steps on and it launches him. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, up in the instead, air. Instead, they're just like, oh, he's just super strong. Like that's just boring. Um, or maybe like when he hits like a bad guy in the head he goes now now you've got a concussion now your family has to deal with your cte for the rest of their lives <laughs> you know uh, <laughs> smoke monster says he needs a kid sidekick uh even though like you know he's gonna give them marvel idea. doesn't really you know do sidekicks too much but if he did like it would be like what uh the water boy something along those lines um like like a peewee football kid that also got doused in chemicals. Oh god, that just sounds uh, sad. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, why don't you let us know what you think about Super Pro in the comments? Like, did you, have you ever even heard of him? Have you ever read an issue? Do you think he should have been saved, or did we make the right choice? <laughs> I think we made the right choice. Uh, and if you uh, enjoy comics, uh, please check out the show notes. There's a link to my comic book, Escape to Earth Number One, where you can buy a copy if you so choose to. Uh, is there anything else to discuss, uh, Yehel, before we sign off here? Uh, no, we should probably mention that next week uh, we won't be live. Um, Steve, I think, has a prior engagement. Mm -hmm. I might be around in the comments, though. Um, but. Uh, we are going to be covering, uh, I'm very excited Me about too. this, a uh, 1988 sitcom called Learning the Ropes about a teacher at a prep school who moonlights as a professional wrestler called the Masked Maniac. And nobody knows, not even his family knows, that he is this wrestler, despite the fact that he's a big time enough wrestler to like wrestle the likes of Ric Flair and Arn Anderson <laughs> on national TV. He's still doing that at night and teaching by day. And uh, hijinks do ensue. And uh, there is some serious gold uh, moments in it. I mean, there's some crappy moments too. It's, it's, it's a roller coaster. It is definitely uh, a show that was born to be reviewed by us. Uh, I, I'll, def I'll just say that. It's def I, th I think it's honestly one of the most unique things we've covered. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, so, yeah, make sure you tune in for that and uh also oh last um last question i will ask you and anyone in the chat who uh wants to chime in uh would you have rather have uh read this issue of super pro or watched the super bowl well this went by quicker yeah. so i'll say that i'll read super I, pro over the watching the super bowl any me day. too me too but it's gonna be a challenge to find um you know, more football and sports related content uh, for, for next year. But uh, anyway, 
Even Smoke Monster said super pro by far. Yes. I love our audience. Makes me feel like I'm uh, not so alone in the world. Uh, but uh, all right. Well, uh, thanks, uh, live chat, for sticking around. And of course, uh, however you consume the show, thanks uh, for doing so. And we will see you uh, next Sunday as we continue to unearth more obscure media only on Obscurity Now. See you next week. You've been enjoying Obscurity Now, a podcast that's recorded live to tape and streamed to Twitch and YouTube. Subscribe so you never miss an episode or hilarious quip. Take us with you by following the download links provided in the show notes to wherever you get podcasts. And take notice of our various social media links. If that's what you're into, I'm not here to judge. And make sure you join us live next week at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific as we continue to discuss more obscure media only on Obscurity Obscurity Now. Now.